Welcome to the Rapid Growth Life and Business Podcast, where entrepreneurs, business owners and life hackers develop strategies to transform ourselves and our businesses in the fastest way possible with the least amount of friction. Remember, you're only ever one insight away. I'm your host, Snowy Phillips. Hi, and welcome to today's episode. Um... In today's episode, well, uh, I guess we'll talk about the real value of networking. We've all heard the expression, your network is your net worth. Um, Although it's a cliche, well, it's a cliche for a reason. I tend to think the quality of our lives is often interlinked with the quality of the people who are around us or who we surround ourselves with. People, our friends, uh, our colleagues, our relationships are usually our biggest source of pleasure. Or, for that matter, on the flip side, they're our biggest cause of pain. So, unless we filter who has access to us, then we better beware because the people around us for a better phrase will rub off on us. We all know there are people who build us up, but there's also those people who bring us down and drain us. So we need to consciously limit their access to us. There's um, It's funny, I was mentioning this to a friend recently. There's a Bible quote Uh, I remember reading that said it's better to live on the corner of the roof than share a house with a quarrelsome wife. The quote is from Proverbs 21.9 but that's not the only place where you'll hear it. Weirdly it puts in another appearance again in Proverbs at 25.24 And as far as I'm aware, it's the only proverb or quote that repeats twice in the Bible. It's uh, maybe it needed repeating twice. Who knows? Maybe the people in the Old Testament thought, you know what? This is such an important lesson. It needs to go in more than once. Or or maybe it's a mistake. You know, who am I to say there's mistakes in the Bible? Maybe that's not me, but it's better to live on the corner of the roof than share a house with a quarrelsome wife. And maybe it's not just wives, but all those people or posts or ways of accessing us that anger or annoy us. Maybe it's it's better to sit on that corner of the roof away from those things, or those things will drag us down in a black hole we've all well who hasn't had that happen to them on social media or in social situations you know when you're with the people who can literally suck the life out of you it's um it's funny how that is that you know we we all are surrounded by people who have that capacity to remove from us happiness, joy, positivity, whatever it is. 
And it's often, this is the other weird thing, it's often we blame them for it, for that. It's, it's not like we take responsibility for the people that we choose to spend our time with. Often, we blame that other person. Actually, a funny thing happened to me recently. I was chatting with my mum. Um, well, her and my dad got divorced when I was 13. And truth be told, forever, she's blamed him for the marriage not working. And whether that's true or not, well, it's debatable. There's two, two sides to, to every argument. But when I asked her this question, I saw some, what, what would it be? For, for the first time, I saw some freedom in her mind with regards to the, the subject. What I said to her, I don't think it had occurred to her at that stage. I said, has it ever occurred to you, Mum, that you may have chosen the wrong person to marry? Now, obviously, I got a vested interest in them being married or I would not be here. But when I asked that question, have you, has it ever occurred to you that you chose the wrong person to marry? Something, well, lit up in her mind. I think like it was the first time that she'd taken responsibility for that choice. It was always someone else to blame for her, her, her marriage, her happiness, whatever. But you know, when when she had that realization that she might have chosen the wrong person to marry, but like I say, you know, I, I couldn't grumble by it. But it wasn't just that the marriage hadn't worked out and it wasn't that it might have been someone else's fault. It might have been the problem of the choices that she'd spent, chosen to spend time with. And that's how it is often with relationships. We always want to blame the other person. Never ourselves for the wrong choices we made. It's always that bastard or bitch we were involved with. But that bastard or bitch was our choice, that business partner who turned into a dick, that person we did business with, that pulled a fast one on us. We chose that person to be around them, and maybe to some degree they may have wheedled their way into our attentions, but in the final analysis, we chose that person. We chose to be around that person. Anyway, I digress. Wives aside, quarrelsome or not, it should be noted that life and work are built on relationships. So the better they are, the happier you will be. And as well as happiness, relationships can also create opportunities. Think about that for a second. You create better relationships and often you create better opportunities for yourself. And often it's as simple as that. If you want better opportunities, you have to put yourself around the people who are likely to provide you with those opportunities. So how do you go about doing that? Well, obviously in, in theory it's simple and, and to the most part in practice it's simple. You seek out people who have the qualities or skills that you desire or the qualities and skills that you are lacking and, and have aspirations to learn. 
And so the first thing you do is you make a list of all the qualities and skills and knowledge that you will think you need in order to get where you want to go. So you, you think what you might need, those skills, and make a list. And whatever that might be, determination, courage, focus, energy, persuasiveness. There's a whole list of things that we need in order to succeed in life. But so first of all, make, put down that list and make that list for yourself. Then, once you've got your list, look for people with those qualities. And as you start to look for and find these people with these qualities, then your job is to either get around them or draw them into your life. And how do you do that, I hear you say? Well, you do that by being interested in them. Not interested in what they can do for you. Interested in them. Their pains, their problems, their desires, their passions, their purpose. The things that excite them. You listen to them. You acknowledge them. You hear their stories. You hear their tales of wonder and woe. You take an active interest in their journey of how they got from where they were to where they are now. And if you do that, and if you pay attention, and if in some way you can add value to them, you'll get to know what makes them tick, how they think, how they act, how they respond in certain situations. Back in the day, being around people, you wouldn't, unless you were being around people, you'd never get to know this. But with the advent of social media, you can see what people are putting out, what responses they're getting, and how they react to those responses. And you can model them and see what's working. And if you do this, eventually some of that will rub off on you. So you just do that from moment one. You turn up determined that you're going to care about that person. Everything about them, their hopes, their dreams, their desires, their passions, their purpose, etc. And if you do that, like I say, that will start to rub off on you. Now, maybe I should give you a few ideas of what you should be looking for with people. You want to find people with, I've mentioned some qualities, but some of these, are, these are the sort of qualities that you want to be looking for. They, the first quality you should be looking for in someone you want to surround yourself is, is that they inspire you to want to be like them or for that matter better they inspire you to want you to they inspire you to want to be like them or better there's no point in wanting to be like someone you despise you get that that's obvious right the next quality that you should be looking for is that they have the desire and or for that matter the ability to force you to grow they may be great people 
but are they great at drawing out of you or for that matter forcing you to grow into who you can be some people are great at being but they can't draw out of you or or force you into becoming the best people that you can be okay the next quality they live in a positive frame there are plenty of successful people out there who are negative and succeed in spite of this so until you're capable of not being for a better word poisoned by their negativity i'd stay away from this group of successful people there are plenty of really unhappy successful people and and if you haven't got the 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 thickness of skin to put that aside it may have an adverse effect on you next preferably they have already done what you want to do or at least they are further down the path than you are that way they can steer you past the obstacles that might stand in your way or slow you down or stop you to get or to help you get past the problems that you may face and the last thing i well yeah maybe this is the last thing that they have a giving or at least a reciprocal personality so they're generous of their their knowledge their time their experience their self or at the bare minimum they are willing to trade some of that they they don't just expect to give it all away something for nothing but they they will meet you halfway or at least match you in some way with regards to what you're doing for them there's a, an expression that's oft repeated by those in the know that I, I think it originally comes from Jim Rohn. The expression says, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. Well, if I'll say that again. You're, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. Well, if that's true, we should certainly be on the lookout for people to improve well to improve ourselves and if needs be we should begin replacing our existing five people and as god machiavellian as machiavellian as that sounds sometimes we have to cut out some of the dead wood in our life in order to make room for something better because if we don't we we stand a more than reasonable chance of staying exactly where we are now i'm not saying be ruthless uh, about this you don't may not have to completely cut out these people from your life but you can certainly limit access to the people who are the mood hoovers the emotional vampires that suck the life out of you and then like i say start to gradually improve your circle of influence the circle and when i say the circle of influence the, the circle of influence that has influence on you to be better so maybe here's the question of the day or question from this episode at least who can you spend time with who will improve your average 
do you know that person already or is that someone that you act actively seek out have a think about that for a second is there friends or acquaintances or colleagues or people you know that if you spent more time with them would actively improve your life if you know of such people then now's the time to start to develop or improve that relationship to to do all the things that i've spoken about to be interested in them to to get to know them better to be helpful to them and offer value to them because in return that'll come back to you so that seems like the first positive step but this is the second step if that's the first who can you spend more time with to improve your average now here's the reverse who can you limit access to you that will improve your average so if you can go and find people to make it better who are the the who's the one or two or three or five people in that group that you can start to limit the access to because they bring down your average finding better people obviously is the desired approach but cutting out the chaff are equally good strategies and to be quite honest we all know there are people that drag us down or keep us down or keep us where we are either well-meaning or not and 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 if you can like say start to limit that access to you you automatically improve your average and this and also a, a a funnier thing or a funny thing that happens when you become more shall we say successful those who are put off by your success will often fall by the way wayside of their own choosing they see how you're doing see how you're succeeding in the world realizing they're not and because your light is shining brighter they fade away all of their own choosing so okay one final thought if you for whatever reason cannot get access to the people you want to surround yourself with there's some other methods that you can use to be surrounded by quality people it's this read their biographies or books watch their videos or listen to their podcasts there there's plenty of ways to gain access to people who are further advanced in your cause let's say that so find those people because like say there's no shortage of of them in let's say less than physical ways you can you can like say listen to podcasts read their books or biographies because there is plenty of this out there in the world in whatever field you're you're choosing to succeed in and often as the expression goes success leaves clues so your job is to be the let's call it sherlock holmes of success and hunt them out find those people surround yourself either in person or 
in whatever proximal way that you can do that. Actually, go on, one other final thought. Maybe the real value of networking is not the people you meet, but it's the person you become because of those meetings or those meetings of minds. And I think that is a perfectly good place to stop this episode. So go surround yourself by greatness. Find the, the, the traits or personality or characteristics that you think you need to improve in. Find who has them and actively seek them out. Look to in, improve your network and, and by either, like say, either finding better people in it or removing the ones that drag you down. Okay, as ever, you're only ever one insight away. So if you found something interesting in this episode, use it. Remember, immediate implementation on ideas and insights. Till next time, if this was useful for you, please share it. And, and like I say, I hope you'll join me on the next episode. Till then, you have a great day. Bye for now.